Hi guys and welcome to another BetfairTradingCommunity.com podcast. Um, today we're going to do our first ever Premier League power ratings uh, for the new season. Um, and if you don't know what these are, basically we're just ranking the teams um, in the Premier League based on our opinion of how they're doing and what the summer changes uh, may have added or taken away from their possible performances this season. Um, so I don't know about anyone else, but I'm getting really excited about the new football season. Now that the World Cup's finished um, and the EFL being back in, what, two weeks, um, there's really not long for us to wait. So we've ranked the clubs the Premier League clubs based on their activity and where we believe they stand in relation to each other um, if you agree or disagree let us know um, you know you can always get us on our Facebook page Betfair Trading Community um, or on the forum obviously if you're a member um, or even email us info at betfairtradingcommunity.com we love to hear your opinions um, so yeah, this should help us trade the teams and matches as we have a good idea of where each club is at. So the idea of this chart is that we can look at the chart and think, right, okay, this team's playing this team. This is where we rank them. Do the odds stack up with um, the likelihood of that team winning or losing, etc. So hopefully it can give us an edge in that way. Obviously, we'll do another update just before the kickoff of the league um, because obviously in the next three weeks before the Premier League kicks off, um, we could have a lot more signings. <clears throat> well, actually, I think it's only maybe two weeks, just over two weeks left until they can um, sign new players. So I think it closes on the Friday, if I'm right, before the first game, which is brilliant that it doesn't close at the end of um, August because uh, that's a bit of a nightmare for clubs who end up losing players or trying to sign players um, after the season's begun. Sometimes we're not even playing a match that day or, or something ridiculous. So anyway, let's get on with it without further ado. Um, number one, so this is probably the easiest one um, you're going to have to place and it's Man City obviously, last season finished first. Not a difficult choice for number one spot, ran away with the title last season and have kept the team together. Um, continuity is not a bad thing when you are this good. Um, but they have also signed Mares. We have Mares, who is an absolutely top quality player, and I think will fit what they want to do brilliantly. Um, and it really does add, I think, to that scary forward line. So, um, you know, normally you think as defending champs, you want to make a few signings, um, and they might pick up another signing or two on the way. But that team just looks so complete. You know, um, I can't see the sort of regression that Chelsea have seen the last couple of times they've won the title or the obvious regression that happened to Leicester um, or even Man City when they won the title a few years ago. But yeah, number one, quite easy for me. Okay, number two, Liverpool. Okay, last season finished fourth. I'm not sure Liverpool, I'll say this straight away, I'm not sure Liverpool will finish second. But I don't doubt that they have the next best team in the league. I think the Champions League was a big distraction towards the end of last season. And they would have finished second, in my opinion, had they not been in it. Um, and I've got a feeling they'll be more focused on the league this year. Because I think the problem with the, fact that with the Champions League is that it's basically, you know, you need luck along the way. You need things to fall your way here and there. Um, and... With the league, I think Liverpool really need to prove themselves a bit because a lot of people doubt them in the league. Um, and rightly so, they haven't really pulled up the trees in the way that they should have. I think Cater in the midfield is a huge signing. I think Alisson in goal is essential signing. Um, and, 
you know, a lot of people, it's not been mentioned, but, you know, Liverpool lost Emre Chan this off-season. But no one cares because the signings they've made have filled holes and have definitely improved the team, um, which was a pretty good team in the first place. So, yeah, it's uh, it looks like a promising year ahead, potentially, for Liverpool. OK, number three, Manchester United, who last season finished second. I do expect United to make another big signing um, at some point in the next couple of weeks. I think they really need to if they really want to kick on and challenge Man City. Um, I think the window's been uninspiring at best. I think Fred is a solid player. He is a good signing. There's no doubt about that. I'm just not sure he's creative enough for, for what they need. I think he'll be a brilliant asset in the midfield, but they've got quite a lot of solid defensive midfield options. And... Uh, I don't know, I just feel like maybe they need some a bit more creative spark. Maybe Pogba can come back and do that if he's not got the World Cup hangover. But I would have liked to see someone else in that vein um, signed this season. Um, maybe even another striker, really. Uh, a solid out-and-out forward um, to help with Lukaku because I think he shoulders a lot of the burden in that team and there's times where he's not really up to it. OK, number four. I've gone for Tottenham. Last season finished third. Um, if any club has defined team stability over the last few years, it's obviously Spurs. No major signings, but more importantly for them, I think, no major departures yet. Um, and I think they can hang on to fourth place here. Uh, I know they got third last year, but I think that's what they'll be aiming for. If they can get fourth, it'll be a brilliant result for them this year. They do need to watch Chelsea and Arsenal, though, who are making big changes to try and challenge them. And that moves me on to Arsenal, who's my number five in the power rankings. Last season finished sixth. Um, I really like their transfers so far this off-season. I think Lichsteiner is a quality ageing fullback. He can get assists and goals. He was brilliant at Juventus. There's no reason he can't come and do it in the Premier League. I don't know how much the age will be a factor, um, but for his style of game, hopefully not too much. Although Juventus don't tend to let players go um, who are still in their prime. So he might be on a slight decline, but that will still be an upgrade uh, for that Arsenal squad at least. Um, Leno is a really highly rated keeper, has been for years. Um, and I think he does fill a hole that Czech has created the past couple of seasons, I think. Another upgrade, no doubt, there for me. Um, God knows how to say this Greek defender's name. Um, Papastapoulos, something like that. Anyway, um, and Torreira, a, a really highly rated talents. So you've got a good centre-back. You've got a good centre-midfielder. You've got a good goalkeeper. You've got a defender. I mean, the things that Arsenal really need. So I really like the way they've signed. I think, I think every one of those signings is an upgrade to someone in that first 11 from last season I think Unai Emre is a good manager and uh, if he can settle the team they could be much improved the only reason I don't think they'll finish top four is because it is his first season I think he might need some time to gel and and instill a new era after so long with Wenger I mean it you know and that could even see them fall further but we'll see what happens uh, my sixth place in the power rankings is Chelsea last season finished fifth um Sari, I mean, as a manager, a lot of people are comparing him to Guardiola. His style with Napoli was very similar. He got them playing really exciting football. Um, but the problem is that style takes time to bed in, especially a team like Chelsea, who I don't think... I mean, they have the odd season, but they've never really been known for their attractive football. Um, 
and it will be exciting to watch Chelsea play attractive football. You know, I think the fans have wanted it. I think Abramovich has wanted it for a long time. Um, but remember, Guardiola really struggled his first season of Premier League. Um, you know, they didn't really challenge uh, for the title. And uh, I think they were quite happy just to make the Champions League in the end. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a similar thing here. That's why I've got Chelsea in sixth. Um, I think Jorginho is a quality, quality signing in that midfield. Um, but I still feel they need a little bit more. I definitely feel they need something up front. Um, if they can get, I know there's been some talk about Higuain. I'm not his biggest fan, but you know he is still. When you look at his record over the years, he would still be a a, a plus in that team. And I do like Morata. I know a lot of people don't, but I just think he needs to settle a bit. But he's he's clearly got the quality. He showed real um, spurts of it last season, a bit like Lukaku in a similar way, really. Um, so yeah, but obviously if Hazard leaves, that's going to leave a massive hole and they will need to sign players. Then, you know, the hope has to be that if he does leave, they have time to sign a player or two. Okay, so number seven, which is probably my uh, highest jumper really, is uh, West Ham, um, who last season finished 13th. Now, West Ham have had the best off-season, I think, in the league. Um, they've made a real statement. And uh, surely even their fans who, who don't half like to moan. I mean, I listen a lot to TalkSport. My God, they don't half moan. They think they have it worse than any other football fan in the world, I'm sure. Like, uh, you know, being a Norwich fan, playing in Championship, I don't really have any sympathy for Premier League clubs, especially settled ones who, um, who let's face it, they finished 13th last season. It wasn't a, a disaster. I know they want they see themselves as a top four club for some reason. No idea why. They've never been anywhere near that um, when I've been watching them over the last, what, 20, 25 years. But anyway, that, that's clearly what they want. Um, but yeah, I think that the board have done well. I think Hammers uh, did a great job getting 13th when you consider they had Moises manager. They had probably the most hostile home atmosphere for a home team imaginable I mean playing at home and you'd rather play away because your fans are so horrible um, and yeah I think to you Wiltshire Yarmolenko and Anderson are massive upgrades on the current team so why can't they jump a few places there wasn't a massive gap between 13th and 7th I do expect a regression um, from some of the teams higher up so I'll explain later on when I get to them and Pellegrini's a good manager. I think he did a really good job winning the title with Man City. I don't think they had that complete a team, although they had spent money. Um, and, you know, people forget that he won a title there. And uh, he's a manager I do rate, you know, and I hope he does well because uh, I think he was a bit unlucky at City, really. I think at a different club he would have kept his job. Uh, I get why they got rid of him. I don't necessarily disagree with them getting rid of him. I just think it was the wrong club at that time for him. But I do rate him as a manager. He's got a good track record. Um, and I'm, I'm quite excited to see what West Ham do this year. They've got potential in those ranks, you know. So number eight, Everton. Last season finish, eighth place. Okay, so I've gone for the same here because for me, Rooney is a slight loss to the club. But with no other significant departures, they should maintain what was an impressive season in the end last season. Um... Because they made a lot of signings last season. So I expect some of those to settle more this year. And uh, with a bit more experience under their belt. They certainly shouldn't have the awful start they had last year. Um, 
And, you know, they could reap those rewards this season. Marcus Silva's clear talented coach. It's just how far can Everton go higher? You know, you think eighth is actually an incredible finish for them last year, considering how they started. I think poor old Allardyce. I mean, he never gets a break, does he? No matter what team he goes to, um, the fans turn on him. Absolutely brilliant manager at this level for a club like that. Um, but again, a bit like West Ham, another one of those clubs who seem to think they should be pushing top four every season. And, uh, you know, that's why I think the turnover there of managers is so high. Anyway, ninth is Leicester. So again, last season finished ninth. Mares is a big loss. So you would have expected some regression there. But I think they've been really shrewd in the transfer market this season. Um, and I think obviously signing Norwich wonder kid James Madison, who obviously I've seen play a lot, has huge potential. I don't know if he'll realise that this season. He's still very young. Um, but for around 20 million. I mean, I mean, the fact is, if he was playing the Premier League last year, he probably would have gone for 40 million. I mean, that's just, I, I think it's too cheap. I think we t- we sold him too cheap, but, you know, whatever. That's that, that's a great deal for Leicester, I think. Not really much risk there, is there, in this, this modern day transfer market when you think that, you know, a really good Premier League player is now going for 50, 60 million. Um, you know, so they've paid 20 million, which is cut price. And if it, if it goes wrong, it's the end of the world. Um, but I think Pereira is a really solid uh, improvement in the defence. And I think Evans, Johnny Evans, you know, if they get him in the right frame of mind again, he was a brilliant defender um, a couple of years back. So they're definite impre- defensive improvements. I think they've been really shrewd in the market. And, and they've still got a lot of that core that did really well. OK, they've lost Mares and Kante, but that was a real team effort when they won the league. And uh, if they keep hold of a few more of those players, they'll be fine. Um so my number 10, and I'm going to leave it at number 10 for this podcast and, and have bring part two back in a couple of days, is Crystal Palace, um, who last season finished 11th. So I see a top half finish for them. And I think if they make a couple more signings, they could really kick on. I mean, to the level where I think top seven, you know, it is achievable. Um, because you've got to think, if they keep Zaha, that's absolute key. Um, Hodgson's done a great job did a great job last getting them 11th after that start they had I mean 11th people were wondering I think they said no one's ever survived when they lost their first five games and didn't score a goal and they also said that you know will they scrape survival well they didn't really did they they are pretty much mid-table 11th which which really you know it's astounding really um, Kabai is a loss slight loss but I, I don't think he's the player he was but they do need a couple of signings. I think they should go out and, and splash that checkbook a bit, especially considering that Zaha, if you want to keep a guy like that around, you should probably encourage him and say, look, we're going to push on. Because realistically, they should be fighting for that European, hopefully European place in the top seven. Um, you know, may, maybe even challenging top five, six. You never know because of the way Arsenal and Chelsea are. You have no idea how they're going to be with these new managers. Um so yeah, that's my first half of the table. As I said, I'm interested in your opinion. I'm interested to know what you think. I'll bring the second half of the table out in the next podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, obviously I'll be back with part two fairly soon. And uh, obviously if you want to chat to me, I'm on the forum all the time on the betfairtraincommunity.com forum. Um, so yeah, get in touch and uh, have a good one. And I'll see you in a couple of days.